Good morning. How are we doing? Is anyone in at this time? Uh, early start for me today, as always. So the quality of your results are dictated by this. This is what I'm going to be talking about over the next three to five minutes. Um, and if you do want more information, by the way, about our pre-Christmas habit challenge, which is starting 22nd of November, then just drop a Christmas in the comments and I'll get you the details on that. Anyway, um, so with it being Remembrance um, Sunday uh, at school, um, my daughter's been doing a lot about um, Remembrance Day and the war. And it all started when she came home and went, oh, we, we were watching, watching a video about guns. And I was like, oh. And people were dying. Oh. And then when they die, they dig a hole, they put them there, and then they put a big stone at the end. And I was thinking, oh. And then she went, and then poppies grow. Ah, okay, now I've got you. Remembrance Day. That's what you've been doing about. Um, and then the questions started coming. Like, what happens if I take my spade? And because I started telling her about, um, I said, your great granddad, great granddads were in the war. Oh, so if I get, take my spade down and uh, dig, would I, what would I find? What would happen then? Ah, so some challenging questions. And I'm like, okay, um, well, it doesn't really work like that. They're still, they go, they're just resting there, and then they're still there up in the sky. Okay, so if we go on holiday on a plane and I take my spade, and this kept going on. These are really challenging questions to talk with a four-year-old. Um, anyway, she was like, will I find your mummy and your granddad, great-granddad? And we're having a, a discussion on this, and it reminded me of how these questions that we so want to avoid right? These questions are really difficult to, to face, right? Like no one, it's not exactly comfortable doing it, but it's, it's necessary. Not comfortable, but necessary in order to understand. And when we increase our understanding of something, we increase our awareness of it. And then when we increase our awareness of it, we can tolerate it better. We can, it almost is less of a surprise. It's less stressful. That's often where anxiety and fear come from. It's often catches off of guard, we haven't planned for it, or it comes as a bit of a surprise. And, and that's why we're kind of having these conversations and we'll be watching some stuff today. Um, but the same applies when we're on our health and fitness journey. And something that we do at the start of, of your journey is go through our kickstart workbook here. And, and this goes through a set of questions to increase our awareness and see where we're at right now in different areas of what we call the three-legged stool in terms of what propels health. The fitness side of it, the food side of it, and our kind of self-care side of it. Now, the quality of your results is then dictated quite often by the quality of your questions. And often people skip this point. Maybe they've had negative experience of goal setting in the past, and I've spoken about this before. And, and I agree with that. Like Often the goal setting has been done in a way that's perhaps a bit outdated and a bit unrealistic and a bit like tick box rather than actually going through to increase our awareness and, and, and asking questions such as, you know, where are we at right now? How does our current weight, fitness, body image impact day-to-day -day life right now? And it can be quite a difficult question to ask, but 
when you consider, and I was having this chat with someone the other day, and they were like, well, it makes me a lot less productive with my business. And she worked out the cost of it to her, like in monetary terms. And it was like, wow. So not stick doing what you said you would do is costing you this much. Comfort eating is costing you this much. And what it done and did is really bring her awareness to how important health fitness is. Because there's, there's nothing more important than our health, right? And we went on to, okay, if you don't get a handle on this, what happens five years from now? What happens five years from now? If we don't, well, I, I have no idea where I'll be. I'll probably, my diabetes will be worse or etc. What I do today, I'll be, it'll be harder to walk up the hill near my house that's already a challenge and all these things start to come into it. And this is, this, these are challenging questions and things that we go through, like I said, in our, at the start, in the, in the Kickstarter book. And what I want to do is just arm you with some questions today that you can take. And I've been speaking about some of these a lot, but I want to add, add one of these on today. And this, this is one more to do with self-sabotage. I've been talking about a lot about questions recently, but this is, is this choice an act of self-love or self-sabotage? Is this choice an act of self-love or self-sabotage. And keep this on your shoulder today, where the monkey on the shoulder sits that says that you can't do it, you're too lazy, you're too this, you're too this. So that when you make a choice, you can start to see, okay, am I making a choice based on self-love or self-sabotage? And I want you to consider that when it comes to self-sabotage, what actually is it? Well, self-sabotage, really we self-sabotage we call it self-sabotage, but actually we're making a choice based on what we want. We wouldn't make that choice otherwise. And we, have, we do have that choice. But we're choosing to have it. Maybe it's because we're choosing short-term gratification over long-term fulfillment. And then we can go into all sorts of areas here like, am I doing this for me or am I trying to people please? But then we've got to consider what is the point of people pleasing and fulfilling everyone else if we're never feeling fulfilled ourselves? Because it's going to come back around and we're going to then really be kind of, oh, actually, it's their fault. I'm like this. It's, it's their fault. I couldn't do it. Everything just got on top of me. And this can start with really small habits. Like we've got, we've had We've got our pre-Christmas habit challenge starting on the 22nd. And some of the ladies who have started this week have already got, got started with some of their small habits. And it's like, yeah, I'm busy at the moment. Really busy. I think it'd be better to start in January. And then they've actually managed to plan their breakfast and get to a session. The difference in that, because we see that comfort eating, snacking, uncontrolled snacking, tends to be worse in people who perhaps skip breakfast or struggle with that. And that's had a massive impact on her eating for the week. And, and even in one week, she's had a massive impact and it's meant to be the busiest time of the year. And of course, it might not have been perfect, but it's not about perfection, but progress. Because when you progress those small steps, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier in January when that January comes around. So I hope that helps. Any questions, as always, do, do let me know. Um, a reminder that on the 
uh, 22nd, we'll be starting our pre-Christmas challenge. So if you want more information about that, just comment with Christmas below and I'll get you the details. Take care and I'll see you soon. Enjoy your Sunday.